welcome you in to Protect the Den. I am Jared Ivins, your host, alongside Bryce Larson. We're back, baby. Happy New Year. It's 2020. It's a new decade. We hope you had a great holiday season. 100%. We, we definitely did. Yeah. Snowed a lot, so obviously I went skiing every day. As much as I could. Awesome. It's been bowl season. So that's just Bowl season is outstanding. However you're joining us today, whether it be on YouTube, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, we are very grateful. We, we love you. We really do. We do. We're grateful that you're here. Today we're going to give you our show rundown. We're going to throw you straight into the headlines, after which we're going to talk about our Wolverine of the Week. Definitely. And then we're going to preview UVU men's hoops at Seattle, as well as recap their loss to University of Missouri, Kansas City. Yeah. Give us our headlines, Jared. Starting off with men's basketball, they lost at UMKC, University of Missouri, Kansas City, 68-63. They become 7-10 and overall in their 1-1 one one in whack play. Um, guard Brandon Averett led UVU with 16 points, 4 rebounds, and 2 assists, and they will play at Seattle this Saturday at 8 p.m. You can watch that live on the WAC Digital Network as well as ESPN 960 Radio. Big shout out to Maria Carvalho, named the WAC Player of the Week. A big highlight of the season for UVU women's hoops. She had an outstanding week. 100%. She averaged 15 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists, and 2 dominating wins on the road for them. And they really are turning around their season. They're on a 4-win streak right now, Yeah. which they started the season awful. Finally seeing some light and some spark from this woman's team. That's true. This is the second Wolverine in a row to win WAC Player of the Week. Yeah, Josie Williams won it last week, and now Maria Carvalho this week. So they're just on fire. That's awesome. As we said, Women's Hoops is on a four-game win streak and takes on Seattle University Saturday at home, 2 p.m. Definitely. UVU Wrestling host number 11, Iowa State tonight at 7 p.m. here in Orem. Um, this is Iowa State's first trip to Orem since the 2004-2005 season. So it's been a while. Um, they're coming back. They're really good. Yeah. Really good team. They are. And they're going to get in front of all of those UVU fans. As we suggested last week, they are top 25 in the yeah, nation 23rd. in attendance. Yeah. So UVU track and field will travel very far south to BYU. Uh, <laughs> For the BYU drive. Indoor Invitational. Think they'll take a bus or just drive over? I don't know. They might <laughs> just meet up. They will compete Thursday all the way till Saturday the 11th uh, against various schools that are attending that event. Definitely. Our final Wolverine highlight and headline for you is this week's um, news of the softball team. Stacy Mae Johnson has been named the new coach and the new head coach for the softball team. Um, May Johnson previously was the associate head coach at Eastern Kentucky University and helped them win 80 games over two seasons. So we're very glad to have Coach Johnson joining the Wolverine staff and becoming a, a full-time Wolverine. Super excited to see what happens in, uh, in the spring, a couple months from now. Yeah, only a few months. All right, let's jump right into our Wolverine of the Week. And oh, it's easy this week. It's really easy. Yeah. But joining Mark Madsen and Taylor Vertel is... Maria Carvalho, too easy. Congratulations. Yeah, the third ever Wolverine of the week. She is a sophomore guard from Lisbon, Portugal, and like we said, had a 
career week. She was averaging 15 points in those two games. She had a career-high 19 points and was critical in a massive 21-point win over Kansas City um, last week. And so in those two wins, she was combined from 46% from the field. That's awesome. Really, really good. That's great. She's really having a breakout season for the Lady Wolverines. And at the right time. They're just starting a conference play, and this is the time to get going. You put everything that happened in out-of-conference regional play behind you, Look forward and focus on what you can control exactly. the rest of the season. And that's all that matters. Speaking of conference play, we're going to jump right into men's basketball. We're going to talk about a little bit, you know, we're going to recap that Missouri-Kansas City game mm -hmm. where the Wolverines brought it back as they were down. They started slow. They brought it back, made it close within the last minute or so, but weren't quite able to pull off the win. Tell us a little bit about that, Jared. Well, they went on the road. Two of their last games have been on the road, and they go again on the road at Seattle this Saturday. Yeah. So kind of a road stretch right now, but they yeah, lost 68-63, to 7-10 on the year. This is their fifth. No, they lost by five. This is their seventh loss. Yeah. Seventh loss by eight points or less, and their fourth loss by five points or less. So they've been this close, two buckets away so close. from all of these games. They, they fell really behind in the second half, you know, towards the end of the first half, and able to climb back in, and they even took the lead in the final minute of the game. Yeah. Too little, too late. KC went on a 7-0 win, or scoring streak to end the game. Yeah, and he was actually led by BYU transfer Jashire Hardnett. Yeah, he, for Kansas City. <laughs> Kansas, he led Kansas City in scoring. They actually led all scorers with 17 points that game. Um, Pretty, so, pretty funny how that comes full circle around. He was exactly. playing against UVU last year uh, for the Cougars and now going for Kansas City. Yeah. Mark Madsen, he said after the game, we did not come out aggressive and we dug ourselves a big hole being down 16 in the second half. I was very proud of our guys in the second half, but all in all, we have to be better and take care of the ball. We had 18 turnovers and they shot terribly from the field. They were 50, uh, 19 of 55. Yeah. So they need to clean that up. He continued, we made some adjustments with what they were doing defensively to battle back, but we need to be better at finishing games. It goes back to those four losses by five points or less. If you view can close the gap in the final minute or two, we're going to see a completely different team. Yep. They need to play a full game. They don't, they don't need to start slow and kind of end slow and play good in the middle. They need to start fast, end fast, and I think the outcomes will be a lot better for this men's hoops team. Now, they started out slow. They were down 19-30 to 30 at halftime. As Mark Madsen said, uh, they made some adjustments. They went on to outscore Kansas City 44-38 to 38 in the second half. Much made it close within the last minute. Couldn't pull it off right yep. at the end. So but, enough with the past. That's behind us. Yeah. This Saturday, 8 p.m., Seattle. What do we got? So Seattle is, has an 8-9 overall record this season. Okay, they're one and one in conference play so far. They're sitting in the number four spot in the conference, right above UVU. UVU is also one and one, but they're just below them. Mm -hmm. uh, Worst record overall. Yeah, and uh, so they are at the fifth spot. Now, the only two notable wins for Seattle, if you want to say notable, if you want to say notable, is going to be against Portland and Long Beach State. So two regional teams there. Yeah. 
they also took University of Missouri Kansas City into overtime, but they ended up losing that game. So both UVU and Seattle lost to Missouri Kansas City in close games. Yeah. So Kansas City on the beneficial side of, of these late game runs and that's how they've been able to get these wins. So in my opinion, Bryce, this Saturday is going to require two things. Two key matchups is number one, who is playing against two, the matchup, and also a key player. So Seattle guard Terrell Brown, leading scorer for Seattle, he's had a great year, and he's being a great facilitator with the ball, making great decisions, averaging over 20 points a game and over four assists a game. On the flip side, UVU's guard TJ Washington has been starting well but hasn't been too effective. He's only shooting 36% from the field and 29% from three. Yeah. UVU's not the best three-pointing three-point shooting team and shooting team overall, and if they miss shots, they dig themselves in these holes. So for that, we need to see TJ Washington get to the line. That's big, number one. He's shooting 83% on the season, but needs to take more attempts. And number two, they need to force turnovers. Yeah. Seattle's averaging 11 turnovers a game. UVU needs to bump that up to 15-plus if they want to even have a chance to win. Yeah, that's huge. They really need to limit those turnovers that they give. I think that's one of the biggest reasons. We saw a lot of turnovers in the first half against Kansas City. Yep. That's what put them so far behind. Then they had to climb their way back. So it's a big key to the game Definitely. for them to limit those turnovers and force Seattle to take bad shots Definitely. as well. So with that being said, we're going to go into a new segment here this week. Bold predictions. And we're going to start out with my bold prediction for the game at Seattle on Saturday. On the road. On the road in Seattle. I personally think UVU is going to flex their defensive muscles. They're going to hold Seattle to 55 points offensively. 55. 55 points. Not only are they going to do that, but our boy TJ Washington, he will hit the game winner and UVU will win on the road in Seattle by one point, 56-55. That's bold. It's bold. It, it's close. Not bold enough. A game winner, I mean, that's cool. But UVU is going to go into Seattle and win by seven, Bryce. I'm telling you right here, my bold prediction, number one, UVU wins in Seattle on the road it's bold. by seven points. It's bold. We'll see, who, we'll see who wins that one, though. My second bold prediction, Brandon Averett has 20-plus points. He will be the leading scorer for the Wolverines. He's averaging 13 on the year. Boom. Bold prediction number two. Brandon Averett over 20 points. That's also bold. Especially considering ESPN's FPI matchup predictor. Yep. Gives Seattle a 70% chance to win. These are very bold predictions that we've had so far. We'll recap them when we come back next week and see how we do. Finish the show. Once again, we're going to give you our headlines. Men's basketball lost at UMKC 68-63. Guard Brandon Everett led UVU with 16 points and two assists along with four rebounds. They will play at Seattle this Saturday at 8 p.m. Um, that'll be able to find that on WAC Vision Network as well as the ESPN 960 Radio. That's right. This week's Wolverine of the Week and WAC Player of the Week, Maria Carvalho. Double whammy. Double whammy. That's when was the last up. time that's ever been done? Exactly. She averaged 15 points, five rebounds, Six assists in two dominating wins for the Lady Wolverines this last week. In conference play. Yeah. Starting conference play That's off wonderful. the right way. 2-0. and oh. she, she showed up to conference play. She's going to keep it rolling. We hope so. 
Keep it up, Maria. We, we, we know need so. you to do that. They'll be playing Seattle here in Orem Saturday. 2 p.m. UVU Wrestling hosts number 11 Iowa State tonight at 7 p.m. The first trip for the Cyclones to Orem since 2004-2005 season. Yeah. UVU Indoor Track and Field is going to head 10 minutes to the southeast direction to attend the BYU Indoor Track and Field Invitational. Definitely. They're going to face off against multiple schools attending that event this weekend. That's Thursday to Saturday, January the 11th. So, Last headline for the day, Stacy Mae Johnson has been named as the new head softball coach for the Wolverines. She previously served as associate head coach at Eastern Kentucky University and helped lead that team to 80 wins over two years with being them. So we're very excited for Coach Johnson to be joining the Wolverines. Huge. Super big pickup, especially they start, both softball and baseball start again in just over a month. So we're super excited for that to be coming back into full swing. Yeah, hopefully we can yeah, uh, take a trip to Mexico swing. with them. I'm down. So we can, you know, go and watch some games. You know I'm down. I'm down. We're trying to travel with everyone we can. <laughs> Whether it's YouTube, Twitter, or any site that you listen to your podcasts, we thank you for joining in on the third ever Protect the Den. We will see you right back here next week. Go Wolverines, baby! We also appreciate and wants to give a, a shout-out to course, our man, course. Nate Mattis, running the camera for us today. Joe Trujillo had to step out. So our boy, Nate Mattis, big shout-out to you. Executive Thanks, producer, Nate Mattis, coming in clutch. We're, uh, we're glad to be here. Go Wolverines. We'll see you next week.